My boyfriend's crazy father breaks into our house while we are asleep and begins to pound on our locked bedroom door, complaining about a tech issue that he was having. And I have honestly never been more upset. Here's what happened. There are two things to remember going into this. I am very hard of hearing and I'm the survivor of a violent incident. These details will be important later. My boyfriend is 28 years old and his family owns a coffee shop. But because his dad doesn't want to listen to anyone else or even learn how to run a business, business properly or even pay his son in the first place, my boyfriend is largely uninvolved and has talked about being bought out. He is still the administrator on the point of sale system though, because his dad has no desire to actually learn how it works or to go through the process to take over the account. Well, to set the scene, we got to bed really late, which normally wouldn't be an issue as my boyfriend was scheduled for a late shift and I'm currently taking time off of work to figure out some medical issues. My boyfriend turns off his phone volume when he goes goes to bed, and this is well known to everyone close to us. This is not a surprise. He has quite the reputation of being hard to get a hold of in the morning. I only hear my phone if it's right under my pillow, and the volume and vibration is up. At 6.25 a.m., I start receiving the following text messages from my boyfriend's mom, which I did not hear because I am incredibly hard of hearing. At 6.25, we got the message that said, Sorry to bother you. I need my son to call his father ASAP. His phone is off. We then then got another text message at 7.35 in the morning, stating that my boyfriend's father was coming to wake up my boyfriend unless he calls us. And this is when all hell breaks loose. Just before 8.30 in the morning, the dogs start barking as someone tried to open the locked bedroom door. I wake up panicked as whoever it is starts banging on the door. It then stops a few moments, then starts right back up again. No one has said anything at this point. Not me, not my boyfriend, not the intruder. I get up and go to the closet for the baseball bat and start kicking myself for thinking that we would not need some kind of firearm when my boyfriend had brought it up in the past. We open the bedroom door to find my boyfriend's father at the end of the hall. He then starts screaming and shouting about needing the code for the two-factor authentication for the register. I start screaming at my boyfriend's father and my boyfriend, who is just as angry as I am, has me go back into the bedroom. I put my hearing aids in at this point, and my boyfriend's father claims to have been knocking on our front door, but neither dog heard them. My boyfriend gives him the code, tries to explain to him that coming into our house unannounced is a huge violation of trust and boundaries. But his father just yells about needing to get to the register and to get it working. My boyfriend kicks him out and so he leaves. And between the two of us, we thought this was the end of it. But not even two minutes later, I receive another text from my boyfriend's mom. She says, please tell your son to send the new code. We still can't get in. Then we hear the clanging of the metal gate and more pounding on the front door. We go answer it and guess what? It's my boyfriend's father again and he is now screaming about needing the new code while holding a copy of our house key in his hand he clearly was going to let himself back into my house and at this point i lost it and i just began yelling at him i said you can't just let yourself into my house what is wrong with you he then gave me more bs excuses about needing to get the register working and i screamed my ability to be safe in my own home is more important than your shop 
And this is what set him off, as he took particular offense to this statement. He said, So you see me as a threat? Am I a threat to you? I tried explaining to him that I've had my home broken into before, but he just simply wasn't listening. He just kept saying, I didn't do it, that wasn't me, over and over again, then continues to yell about his stupid coffee shop. I demand the emergency key back, and after yelling a bit more, he shoves it at me. My boyfriend has had enough and yells at me to go back to the bedroom and that he will handle it. I do because at this point, I'm on the edge of a panic attack. Through the closed bedroom door, I hear more yelling, and after a bit more, the door slams and he leaves. My boyfriend then calls his mom, saying that his father needed to apologize and that this behavior wasn't acceptable. She asked him, um, what does he have to apologize for? And clearly not being in the loop, my boyfriend informs her of what is going on, and she is just absolutely mortified. My boyfriend's mom then sends me the following text message. I'm so sorry to have bothered you so much today, and I'm sorry that my husband made such a scene. But I have not responded yet. This man clearly doesn't understand boundaries and doesn't think he needs to be held accountable for anything. And he felt entitled to just barge into our house and demand his son fix a tech issue. And for the record, yes, I do in fact see him as a threat now. Both of my boyfriend's parents know about my severe PTSD, as well as my history. And we know he won't apologize because he genuinely doesn't see it as a problem. So now, I honestly think it's time to set some serious boundaries and to invest in a security system. This is absolutely terrifying. I cannot imagine waking up in the middle of the night only to hear somebody banging on my bedroom door. Like, that would have been terrifying to me. That is such an invasion of privacy, it makes me sick to my stomach. The original poster has every right to be angry at these people. This is unacceptable behavior. I don't care who you are. And the fact that the owners of this coffee shop aren't taking the steps necessary to take care of every issue of their store is completely irresponsible. And if I was the boyfriend in this situation, I would have quit months ago. I would have said, you know what? I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to sell my portion of this store and I'm going to go do something else because there is no excuse for these types of actions. If I was in their shoes, I would change my locks immediately and I would set up some kind of security system that ensures that I know exactly who's coming to and from my house. It's time to lock things down and to be ready for that type of situation as well because they got into your house no problem while you were asleep. And who's to say that they wouldn't try that again just because their system isn't working. So hopefully this situation gets figured out and hopefully your boyfriend's parents understands and respects your boundaries. Another girl asked my boyfriend on a vacation to Hawaii, and he said yes, and I have no idea how to stop this from happening. Okay, so my boyfriend and I used to live together, but it didn't work out, so we moved apart, but we're still together as a couple. I drive an hour five times a week just to see him. To be clear, he is still taking me out for dates as well as all kinds of stuff together, and I am on his lock screen for his phone. We are dating. He told me his roommate, who's a 24-year-old female has a big fat crush on him and really likes him. He said she keeps hitting on him despite him turning her down and that she is jealous of me. And overall, I honestly think that this is just her ploy to try and steal my boyfriend from me. Since he's told me he's never asked her out or even hung out with her outside of the house. The roommate has been out of college for a couple of years and works online all day. So she has absolutely no friends. However, apparently she has some money saved 
saved up, and she invited my boyfriend to go to Hawaii and Iceland and to stay in a hotel alone with her. My boyfriend told me that since she is a young female, she does not feel safe traveling abroad alone. By the way, she's 24 years old. My boyfriend is trying to rationalize these trips away, saying that he is just going to use her for two weeks and enjoy this trip himself. I am completely beside myself, and I don't know what to do. How can I stop this homewrecker from taking my boyfriend on an overseas vacation for two weeks? What should I do? I mean, if the terminology red flag had a physical representation that you could latch on to, someone taking a two-week vacation to go to Hawaii and then Iceland definitely fits the bill. Those two spots are quite literally on opposite sides of the globe. What on earth is going on here? I gotta be honest, the fact that he's willing to go with her is not a good look. And to me, this screams red flag and super sketchy. I think any reasonable boyfriend would have probably turned this down and been like, no, I'm not going to Iceland and Hawaii with you. Are you crazy? But the fact that he's willing to go and the fact that she's already a female roommate of his is like two big red flags right there. How on earth is he comfortable doing this and going for two weeks away from you and still call you his girlfriend? This is crazy sketchy behavior. And to top it all off, for some reason, she's going to be paying for absolutely everything to do with this trip. Really? You're going to pay for the hotel, the flight, everything? That's insane to me. There's not going to be separate rooms. There's not going to be separate itinerary. Literally, they're traveling and sleeping in the same room. And that is just a recipe for disaster. Even my closest female friends, I would not do that unless I brought my girlfriend along with me. That's just super sketchy. It screams red flag in my opinion. And I would not take that for a second. Personally speaking, that is a deal breaker. If my girlfriend decided, hey, I'm going to go with my male roommate on a vacation for two weeks, I would be incredibly suspicious if I heard that come out of her mouth because that's just a ridiculous statement. So I think you need to have a very honest conversation with your boyfriend and let him know that this is incredibly uncomfortable for you and that you two can plan something together as a couple because going overseas with your female roommate who's paying for everything for two weeks, especially when this female roommate has a massive crush on him is literally a recipe for disaster and in my opinion is something you should avoid at all costs if you hope to hold on to any kind of relationship with your boyfriend. But leave a comment down below. What would you do if you were in this situation? Let us know down below. I had a messy breakup with my ex-boyfriend and I'm still dealing with the backlash and all the pain that came along with it. The title says it all. Prior to breaking up, we had a huge fight about how he acted this past few months. He lost intimacy. He completely changed. And I've been asking him over and over again if he's seeing someone else. Or is it because I got fat and had so many stretch marks due to my pregnancy, which was miscarried last year? I felt ugly. I was always worried and became very insecure. He always said, I don't know, and that he needs some help, but never actually went to therapy. There will be times that I would lash out because he wouldn't talk to me about any of his issues and it would only cause fights. My mental health took a toll on me when he had problems at work, which involves the money that he lost, and I had to talk to his boss about it and sign an agreement. I supported him in any way I could because I loved him, even though he was always broke and doesn't have any savings. So 
I had to pay for everything because I wanted to help. After our last fight, he asked for some space. He said he was exhausted with everything and that he misses his freedom and that I became a liability. He also mentioned that he's tired of compromising things for me. I kept sending him letters through email, apologizing if there's any way I've become manipulative. Every day, I would ask him about our relationship status and he would lash out on me and wouldn't clarify things about us. He said that he couldn't give me any assurance if anything will return to normal and that he isn't pushing me away so I can still stay in our place that we're renting for the meantime. He wasn't always ready to talk about us and it took a week already of me suffering from depression and anxiety. I just found out four days ago that while he's taking his space and boundaries break, he's already talking to someone else and planning to go on a date. I confronted him about this and he pushed me on our bed yelling that I was dumb and stupid of thinking that it was cheating when he already told me that it was over. Mind you, he never told me that explicitly. I was heartbroken and moved out that day. He asked me to get all my things and to never come back. I talked to the girl and she said that my ex told her that we were broken up two to three weeks ago already, which is absolutely a lie. The girl is 22 years old and I've just realized that he goes for young, vulnerable girls that he can manipulate and take advantage of. His first ex was 18 years old and he was 26. His second was 19 and the third was 22. I was the oldest one. I'm still struggling, but I haven't cried to be honest. Although I do feel that gut-wrenching feeling before bed every night. This is all such a mess and I'm not sure what to do. It sounds like you're getting away from a terrible situation. And if there really is a silver lining here, at least you don't have to deal with this man ever again. I mean, he physically and emotionally was very harmful to you. And you definitely do not need him in your life. And you said it best. He goes after girls who are young and vulnerable so he can try to manipulate them. And that is not okay. I would personally, if I was in your shoes, make the steps necessary to distance myself from this guy completely. He is very manipulative. He's very hurtful. And he betrayed your trust. And it is not worth your mental energy or anything else involved to even begin to worry about this absolute jerk. Because that's all this guy is. He absolutely is the jerk. And you can do so much better than this. So hopefully you're able to move on in peace. Because I guarantee you this man is only going to hurt you if you go back to him. And I honestly believe you could do way better than this jerk. My coworker found out that I have feelings for her. And asked me to minimize our contact together. But I still want to try and be friends with her. And I'm honestly not sure what to do. I'm a 26 year old male. And I started having feelings for a coworker who's 20 years old. We have been friends. And to be honest, both of friendship and feelings have been developing kind of simultaneously over the past five to six months. But it was never my intention to act on those feelings. As a note, I'm in a 10-year-long relationship, and I have been married for two of those years. My wife is aware of this situation. Overall, ideas did pop in my head from time to time, and generally at times, I did not know what I wanted, and I have been overall just very confused. Anyway, our friendship was mostly in the form of messaging through Messenger or Instagram, and we did meet for a hangout twice, once on a bicycle trip and once a walk through town where we ended up in some cafe and on that cafe visit I had the impression that she was giving me signals I'm not very good at that 
stuff, and I never have been good with dating or anything like that, so I tried to dismiss this impression on the account of her being very social as well as an open person, but it messed with my head nonetheless. About two weeks after that, we had a misunderstanding on our shared shift at work. We barely spoke to each other for the last four hours of that shift, and while at the end of it, we did talk a little about the situation. I still feel bad about the atmosphere between us, and on the next day, I messaged her wanting to get to the bottom of it and clear the air. But I was so emotional about the situation, I also wrote something to the extent of, you don't realize how much you mean to me. Now, I know this was a bad idea, but I justified myself by thinking that it's about how much she meant to me as a friend. We exchanged a few more messages about the situation, but two days later, she confronted me with her suspicion that I might have feelings for her, and so I admitted that it was true. I did say that I was hoping we could still be friends, but she wasn't sure how that could work, and that she would be afraid that I'd start getting some ideas if she opened up to me about important topics like she used to. She said it's better, at least for now, if we reduce contact to a minimum. This really broke me. While I wasn't expecting that we'd carry on like nothing happened, I thought we could make it work if I just distanced myself from her for a bit and don't bring up uncomfortable subjects. But it seemed like I'm losing my only friend. I'm not really good with people, and I really care about her way too much it seems. My wife, seeing what this did to me, managed to get me a sick leave so I didn't have to go to work for the next two weeks. During this time, I visited a psychiatrist. This is something I've been meaning to do for a few years now, but it just never felt too urgent to actually do it until now. And I'm about to start psychotherapy as well. So since then, I haven't been texting that girl at all. But I will have to go back to work soon. And even though from what I remember, we don't have any mutual shifts coming up, there may be some overlap where we work together for maybe an hour or so. And there's always a chance that we'll run into each other while one of us is leaving work and the other is going to it. And generally, I don't know what to do. I'd like to get back in touch with her, but I don't know if enough time has passed for her to process this that I could try sending some messages. Or should I just wait and hope she'll write first? And then what do we do if we do run into each other? Last time we did, she didn't even say hi or anything to me. Should I try to initiate some conversation about the situation? Or should I just act normal, not like before, but like a regular colleague? Also, her birthday is coming up in around two weeks. If nothing happens before then, would it be okay to just send her a happy birthday message? Also, I think she has either restricted me or hid her status on Messenger, as I haven't seen her online for the past three or so days. She is still active on Instagram, though. But I find it weird that she would do that almost two weeks after the situation, when I didn't do anything to disrespect her wish of minimizing contact. What should I do? I think the original poster does not realize that, yeah, they're the jerk in this situation, because they were having an emotional affair with this lady. And you know what? This lady caught on and said, whoa, wait a second, this is wrong. And basically told you, hey, get lost. She said it in a very nice way of like, oh, let's go to minimum contact. But that is coded wording to say she does not want to talk to you anymore. And the fact that this is happening all while you're married and your wife just has to sit around and deal with it is absolutely atrocious. What should you do in this situation? I think you really need to make sure your wife doesn't divorce you because that's what this is leading to. And also, it's kind of creepy that you think that she's obligated to reciprocate how you feel about her. 
Like, she clearly does not like you in that way. And it sounds like she does not want anything to do with you. She probably just wanted a friend, and then you said, oh, whoops, I like you. In her mind, maybe, and I'm making assumptions here, she thought, okay, this guy's married. There's no way he's going to hit on me. Only to then find out that you have a crush on her. Like, that's so disrespectful, and it's really weird. And I've got to say, everything you're saying in this post really makes it sound like you are obsessed with this lady. And that is very concerning. I think you need to accept that this supposed friendship is over and that if you continue to try and contact her and have any kind of communication with her, you're making her feel very uncomfortable. She clearly doesn't want you around anymore and you need to leave her alone and respect her wishes. I can also say that if you keep up this constant communication and if you keep going after this lady, she's going to report you to HR and you could lose your job. So you can either leave her alone, work on yourself and your marriage, or you can keep pursuing her, lose your job and your wife. I mean, the choice really is yours, but I would personally take that first option if I was in your shoes. So in my opinion, if you value your marriage and your job, I would stay away from this weird crush you have on the 20-year-old. You're already married, and I think you need to be loyal to that marriage. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.